I'm Gabe. And I'm Rob. Welcome to Grabbing Some Pine. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Grabbing Some Pine. I am Gabe. Oh, this is my my job. You 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 take no, no, my no, 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 you no, take no, no. my introduction, and no, now no, you no, want wait, you wait, want wait, me. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. <laughs> I wasn't done. It was a, it was supposed to be like a, a dramatic a, a, pause. A dramatic pause. I am Gabe, and with me we have Robert. Hello, and Christian. What up, everybody? Well, it was a hell of a weekend, and we're starting our newest episode and second half of the season. How do you guys feel about the All Star Game? All Star uh, Week, the whole uh, the whole weekend. Week? Yeah, yeah. I I personally enjoyed it. Uh, I I did miss the uh, home run derby live, but I watched the highlights. Okay. Uh, that's only because me and Robert had our own home run derby happening uh, that Monday. We were uh, practicing for our softball game, so oh, okay. hitting dingers out there. Zero for zero. You'd well, have to tell him on that. Though. Zero. <laughs> zero for like thirty, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's all right. Well, whatever. You guys, you guys catch any of the red carpet? Yeah. Uh, the purple carpet. Was it purple? Oh, whatever. purple carpet. Oh, I guess. Come Maybe on. Maybe I should get my eyes checked. <laughs> no, I I only caught Crawford's interview, and that was it. So there was a lot of interview. You know, the whole interviews. Hey, what are you wearing? Who are you wearing? Oh, I'm wearing Fuji. I'm wearing whatever. You know, I don't know. Louis Vuitton, right? The best dressed. Nick Castellanos. He was wearing um he's wearing a shirt and the shirt was a drawing of of him made by his son. Let me show you real quick. Oh, Oh, it's a drawing. Yeah, it's a drawing. His son made for him. That's cool. I think that was the coolest thing I've ever seen. I'm a huge fan of uh parents. You know, bringing to life their kids' art. Um, Gabe, you actually have some ink. You got some tattoos done of your kids' art, didn't you? Oh yeah, I did, and um, it was a pretty cool drawing that uh, Nati made for me. It's uh, it's two knives, and yeah, well, she, I, I was cutting up some tri-tip, and she's like, "Can I have a knife?" I'm like, "No." I'm like, "Oh," she's like, "Okay, I'm gonna draw knives," and then she put "Daddy" for one knife, and then. Her name for another one. Thank did, you for the context. Did, People would have been worried. Did yeah. you get invited for try uh, tip? Type tip? Of course yeah. not. Uh, Why would neither. we get invited? Yeah, I didn't know you guys back then. <laughs> <laughs> Weeks ago. <laughs> Anybody want to give a shout out to for the tattoo? Yes, uh, Enoch. Oh my, he is so good, and um, everything was professionally done. His his uh, his location very clean. They're very aware of the whole COVID rules and, um, you know, um, he, they really make you feel comfortable there. As soon as I walked in, greeted, um, they didn't know who I was, but because um, it wasn't Noku who, who received me. And uh, but everyone's super nice, very welcoming. And uh, go check out Enoch at uh, Vampire Studios. Battle Mansion. Vampire oh. Battle, Battle Mansion. Mansion. Thank you. VPM. San Jose. VPM. Yeah. On Tully. On Tully in San Jose. Yeah. Where's the story? No, it's Tully. It's Tully. <laughs> I was just there. It's Tully. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, I guess today we're going to talk about the Home Run Derby, the All-Star Game. We're going to go over the MLB draft where the Giants picked number 14. Uh, Stephen Ace comments 
and Dumbass. the first half grades for the San Francisco Giants. A lot of other shit too. Yeah, and some other stuff too. Yeah, some shit just came in. Well, we'll let's get to that. it, boys. Yep. Well, never mind. Um. All right, you want to get right into the? We didn't have power rankings this week from ESPN, but I came up with my own. I did. I could have gone the MLB route, but I didn't want to because I've been using ESPN like the whole time. And of course, can I guess? Go ahead. Giants are number one. Damn, you're good. I am good. Yeah, I had the Giants number one, but I had to. They have the best record in Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. I mean, what? I mean, it would seem like a travesty not to. Again, first. who the fuck would have known this in the beginning exactly. of this year? Nobody would have thought that we'd be where we're at. So I had the Giants at one. I'm only going to do the top five. I didn't obviously go down through the whole MLB, try to power rank everybody because I don't watch everybody play. Can I guess? Number two. Go ahead. Padres. Nope. Dodgers. Nope. Houston Astros. Yes. I knew that. (laughs) (laughs) So I went went Giants, Astros, Dodgers, White Sox, Padres. Oh, okay. Oh, Padres at five. Yeah. I mean, I, honestly, I was almost going to put uh, Boston right there. But, I mean, Padres just have so much talent that I feel like they could, you know, turn around mm-hmm. at any time. Rob, would you say you're a betting man? Oh, definitely. I will bet you that by next week, the Giants aren't going to be first. When the next, the next power rankings come out, ESPN is going to have something completely oh, different than you. Oh, I thought you meant standings. Yeah, I thought you meant the standings. I was <laughs> no, like, dude, no, no, like, no, there, no, you're no, fired. No. <laughs> I was like, Not uh, the standings. The rankings. Uh... No, I'll take that bet. Yeah? Yeah, because if we beat the Dodgers, then, I mean, they're going to have to keep us at first. Okay. And I think we're going to beat the Dodgers. <laughs> remember, ESPN is the one doing this. So. Yeah, that's fine. If we beat the Dodgers, there's no way they're going to bump us off number one. All right? Yeah, that's true. I bet you I'll have you gambling by the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. What's up next? Uh, Yankees. Yankees catch COVID. So um, it was... Uh, I guess I guess the story came out today or was it yesterday? Today. I don't, so it was today. Okay, so the Yankees and Boston game was postponed. Uh, we thought we were gonna have baseball back today, but that didn't happen. And uh, I guess Judge, he's on the list. He's on the protocol list of having COVID. And as you know, Judge was at the All Star game, mm. so I don't know what's gonna happen. It could be. It could be crazy. I mean, he was at the All Star game, and now you, you now you talk about contact tracing. What's the worst case scenario? Yeah, I mean, all games are going to be postponed tomorrow for testing. That's worst case scenario, obviously. Luckily, we had this this All Star break though. You know, yeah. so it's there was no other games going on, and um, I, I don't know. Everything, everyone should just get tested. And go on from there, I guess, right? Well, yeah, luckily this was the first case. I mean, it just sucks that it happened in, at an event like the All-Star Game where he's around so many other pe- uh, players from different teams because obviously um, you get spread that to your own. You go back to your family, your yeah, exactly. team, and then spread it to everybody. So um, there's no, there really no, ex- nobody knows the extent of how, like, how badly it was. I know two other Yankees are also in COVID protocol, so... Yeah. Um, like Gabe said, they're they're gonna postpone the Boston series and and then hopefully this thing didn't spread too far, because baseball's been good about it so far. Yeah, I think they've been doing a pretty good job. Yep. All right. Well, moving um, on from that, let's uh actually update people on Trevor Bauer really quick. Um, the 
really quick, Trevor Bauer, his uh, suspension um, for uh, what's going on with his uh, his uh, domestic violence, uh, I guess allegations, right? Mm-hmm. It uh, it's they're just gonna keep. I guess what baseball is just gonna do is gonna keep uh, pushing out his suspension set a week at a time until any new information comes out. So it came out again today that um, they're going to extend it by seven days. And I don't know why they just do seven days. It's not know. seven days. It's two weeks. Till no. July 27th. Is it? Yeah. I read seven. I thought I read seven too. But yeah. it was actually did, extended until July. Yeah. till July 27th. It's like, well, I mean, if they're going to keep doing it one week at a time or five days, seven days at a time, you know, I think they're just like, business days. two weeks. Yeah, business days. Right. Yeah. And holidays. So, yeah, so until July 27th. The fourth didn't count. The fourth. Oh, okay. The week of the fourth didn't count. The week of the. It did. I'm kidding. No. All star. All star weekend. Business days, Rob. <laughs> it's suspension and suspension. It still counts. <laughs> God. Um, all right. Uh, and again, we don't, we're not going to, we're not saying that he's guilty and this because he's on administrative leave doesn't, um, what's the word? Doesn't, um, it's not of admittance. It's not an admittance of guilt as well. So just so we're clear on that. So the investigation is still going on. So it gives them more time to for them to deal with that. All right. Well said. So moving on from that, Losses. we're going to we're going to talk about the MLB draft. Did you check that out at all? ESPN and MLB really stepped up their coverage this year. It was pretty good rankings or rankings in the ratings. Sorry. Good ratings, too. Yeah. I, I don't know what their, their ratings did, but I actually, you know, I was getting notifications about it. I kept tuned in. I didn't watch the, uh, the whole draft myself, but um, going up to the, the whole pre-draft process, the MLB is really trying to get into a more of a, you know, M- uh, NBA, NFL type thing. They, I think they even started their own like scouting combine this year that was like being covered on ESPN and MLB networks. So that was pretty cool. Um, and I'm not really big on, on college baseball. I don't, I don't watch it really at all. I tried to this year. I want to go to a bunch of Stanford games, but with the whole COVID thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I really, really try to get into it, but, but luckily, so it, it was kind of cool though. The giants actually picked somebody that, I mean, that I could recognize at least personally, cause he's, you know, pitched in the, in the college world series. He's so, a hero. College hey, world series hero. College world series hero. Yep. He, it's uh Will Bednar. He was the Giants, four. He was the fourteenth overall pick by the Giants out of Mississippi State, and he was named the College World Series Most Outstanding Player. Um, so I don't know if you have have you looked up anything on him yet? Yeah, I mean, I, I saw some highlights. He's got yeah. a nasty, nasty fucking slider. Yeah, and you know, with the Giants pitching staff and uh, not pitching the the coaching the pitching coaches. Uh, they're just gonna they're gonna fine tune him, and I think he's gonna be outstanding. Yeah. Um, he didn't have a season last year, obviously because of of COVID, but um, I mean, this guy, I think he's he's gonna be a stud, straight stud. I have a question for you guys. Yep. I'm I'm impressed, honestly. I am. Uh, with with the pick, I'm. What what worries me is how the hell did he drop? How come if he was so outstanding and he was a hero during the College World Series, how did he drop? Was it a need? All 13 teams before us didn't need a pitcher? Well, unlike the Angels, they picked all pitchers, right? Twenty Angels picked 20 pitchers. 
That was last year, wasn't it? No, that was this year. They picked 20 <laughs> fucking pitchers. You know we did also, though, right? Not all pitchers. We we picked all pitchers until the last round. No, so not all pitchers. So I know we have more pitchers than anything else, but... Uh, we Yeah, we picked uh, rounds 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and 10th is the only uh, position player that we took. An outfielder out of Southern Alabama, Von Brown. So... We we did the same thing, but if you check our so before I mean I don't want to get off. Of, uh, I wanted to talk about this guy really quick, but before we uh, we talk about Will, um, I mean our farm system like we we talk about it sometimes. You know the guys coming up in AAA. Do we ever talk about a pitcher coming up? Uh, no. Uh, no, no, we don't. No. Okay, so the fact that the Giants took all pitchers doesn't bug me really because the farm system is full of position players that. You know, are coming through. So, what they really do need is someone like this. Uh, he's 21 years old. Like Gabe said, he has a great slider, uh, fastball in the mid 90s, and uh, third pitch as a changeup. That I guess he doesn't throw that much, but the fastball slider combination really works well. Yeah, for him. wait till he gets to the Giants. I yep. mean, they're, they're going to really work with him. We've had a history of just having okay pitchers come in and they come out great. So I'm looking forward to him yeah. and following him, and uh, hopefully he gets up to the majors uh, when the Giants think he's ready. And he uh, he had a great interview. I don't remember if it was during – I think it was during the draft uh, where they were just asking him. So he's got an older brother that plays for the Pirates, mm-hmm. and uh, or he's in the Pirates system. And um, he was just being asked about, like, his competitiveness and, and what it was like growing up with a brother always competing – and uh, how if the spotlight was ever too big for him, like obviously pitching in the College World Series and stuff, and like he answered everything, like he he sounded like very like mature and very like focused and stuff. And that's always good, you know. <laughs> we said it before, like Bo said, he's a competitor. So <laughs> you know, Bo, um, he he seems like he's he's got a good head on his shoulder, and like you know, you want somebody that's hungry like that, want, wants to compete and wants to be better, right? And the fact that he's already pitched on a semi big stage like that is great because, you know, pitching is always super mental, you know, half of it is mental <laughs> at least. Yeah. Right. So yeah, besides, uh, like we said, besides, um, will there were, we took, uh, yeah, a bunch of just pitchers, a left-handed pitcher, Mike Mikulski, right-handed pitcher, Mason black, uh, right-handed pitcher, Eric Silva, uh, oh, he's from right here, a, a local J. Sarah Catholic High School in California. Hmm. Ron Ahanda from Yale, Seth Lonesway from Ohio State, Nick Sincola from Maine, Ian Villers from Cal, and Matt Olson from Central Arizona Community College. So that was the Giants draft this year. Six right-handed pitchers, three left-handed pitchers, one position player, nine college players, one prep player. Cool. In Farhan, I trust. Yeah. yeah. I'll say that now for sure. <laughs> I didn't. I admit I wouldn't say that in the beginning of the season, but Farhan Kapler, I trust him now, and that's big coming for me. Big news. All right, uh, moving on to uh, the next topic. We were going to get a little bit into the All Star Game and uh, the Home Run Derby. What do you want to talk about first? The Derby? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. The Derby. We got to talk about the Derby yeah. first, right? We yeah. Talk about your prediction game. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, no no fuck that. Everyone's prediction. Everybody fucked up in the first round. So kiss my ass. 
Yeah, it was about the finals. That was a prediction. Yeah. What was the fi- What was the finals prediction? You have it right there, right? Yeah, you had uh, Otani uh, and Olsen with Olsen winning. Okay. And Rob had Otani and Story with okay. Otani winning. Okay. Your guy was uh, knocked out in the first round. So so was Otani. Thank you. So eh. You guys both suck. <laughs> who Who else did we pick in that first round, though? Uh... Because what were the different picks that we had? Nobody, nobody. All right, uh, Gabe, Otani, Gallo, Olsen, Alonzo. Uh, I got Alonzo. Otani, Story, Mancini, Alonzo. You got Alonzo too. Yeah. I got Mancini. That, oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. That's true. Technically, so, I got more right. Uh, I was on the edge of my seat the whole fucking game, the whole derby. It was fucking nuts. Of course, I picked Olsen to win. And he's the first one to lose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but he was the first one to lose, but. It's it's like right off the bat, so fucking dramatic, and Olsen had was it? I think it was Olsen. He had like three seconds left, and he's just like watching the ball, like throw another fucking pitch, <laughs> throw another fucking pitch, and you didn't fucking throw. A pitch. The, the same thing would happen with uh with guy guy Gallo, Gallo yeah, versus yeah. Uh, Story, but the his manager or the the guy who was pitching the ball actually did throw it to him like. <laughs> And he barely missed it. He popped it up too high, and it hit like around the warning track. Yeah. And he tried to get another one in, and he he knocked it out, but it was too late. That yeah. that pitch like so, didn't count. So in the first round, Olsen loses by one to Tran- to uh, Trey Mancini. Uh-huh. Uh, Gallo loses <laughs> by one to Trevor Story. Right there, right in the end. Mm-hmm. Right, and then uh, Pete Alonso. Yeah, and then Pete Alonso. We knew that one. The thirty-five home runs. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, yeah the most. That. And then uh, oh, and then that Soto. Soto and they had to go that, into that, overtime. That, not only overtime, but then they have to do a swing off. Oh, yeah. What? So uh, yeah, after they they tied, uh, you know the the first round of at bats, and then they had that one minute, um, no stoppage time. Tight again. So they go to swing off, and then Soto hits all three of them out. And then Otani pops up the first swing, and so he's out. But uh, Did you watch his BP? Who? Otani, before the before the actual Yeah, he started. hit like one like 500 and... They were they were God saying knows. they think he tired himself out and that you got to make an excuse because well, because the, the the dude never takes BP anyways exactly. yeah. and the, so that was that was, that's something I was thinking of like is this motherfucker gonna take BP like all of a sudden but it it, it looked really bad his first yeah few swings it was just uh, it, it, but the thing is I I liked what I liked was that he was having he looked like he was having fun like. He wasn't like worried that he was letting a lot of people down because he wasn't like hitting home run. He didn't hit like 50 home runs in the first round. Like everybody predicted. Like everybody <laughs> predicted. But he was still having fun out there, you know? And uh, that's what it's all about. But fuck, in the end. I, I like to point out that even though we all made predictions, my one prediction was that Olsen was going to lose in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did anybody write that down? Or is that. I I said that well, it's I remember. Recorded, right? sure okay. It's recorded, right? It's recorded. Yeah, it's on the yeah. World Wide Web, Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> no, but congratulations to Pete Alonso. He uh, wins the home run derby, back to back champion, the first one since, or first one, or only one since Ken Griffey. I think so. I don't, was I don't it ninety nine? And Cespedes. No. And Cespedes. Cespedes was back to back. Yeah. Oh it's, shit. That was the other one. I knew Can there was I point else. something out from Pete Alonso though? So, Pete Alonso has made. Two million dollars for in oh, in the home run derby. Yeah. 
right? Uh, you, you guys probably heard about this. Yes, I did. And in the two and a half years with the Mets, he's made two point zero eight million. Yeah. So, so made, no he, wonder this full one yeah. fucking win. <laughs> he's made more money in the home run derby, or almost as much. Oh, just yeah. just as he should just come and you know play in the home run derby and make his money. But yeah, yeah that's that's a that's hey he 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 did it. So it was pretty cool, and um, he's in the history books now too. <laughs> Back-to-back champion. I mean, that's nothing to, nothing to scoff at. If there's only been two other people that have gone back-to-back in the whole time of the history of the home run derby, so congratulations, Pete Alonso. Good shit. All right, now on to the All Star game itself, which I find very, very anticlimactic. Anti? Uh, huh? Climactic. It was just kind of. I thought it was going to be a, a high-scoring All Star game for some reason. He's saying he didn't have a climax game. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's okay. And then the opposite of a climax. Oh, you drink too much whiskey. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> that happens. Anyways, <laughs> what are we talking about? Oh, the, the All-Star, All-Star game. game. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I, I thought it was going to be a high-scoring game, too. I mean, it was. I mean, it's Colorado. You thought balls yeah. were going to be flying, just like in the home run derby. But uh, three home runs, um, Guerrero Jr. hitting a home run, the 200th. Home run in the All Star game. Yeah, uh, so that was pretty cool. Um, and when he hit it, like, see, when Guerrero hit it, I thought since it was so early in the game, I was like, okay, maybe it is going to be a good game. But then, like, the whole middle of the game was just kind of like, eh. Right. I and mean, then the National League scored scored what a couple runs late. It was, uh, it was, yeah. There was like a little dribbler. There was uh, for someone to come in, and then there was a, a sacro, not a sacro, um a fielder's choice where another guy scored an RBI single or another one scored. Um, so it wasn't as exciting as I thought it would, but I mean, can I make an observation guys? Mm -hmm. I, I think we all got pretty excited about the change in venue and it being in Colorado because we know balls fly out there. Did it seem like they flew more than average or maybe we were kind of getting a little too excited because it seemed like just a regular derby to me. They weren't other than derby Otani or all star game. Both, both. Uh, no, uh, the the in the derby it was definitely flying. And I remember I was I was sending that text message to you guys about they didn't use the balls that were in the uh, humidors. Yeah. Mm. So these like balls that look like pop ups or like, or like you know they weren't gonna be hit far. They were they were still leaving and hitting over the fence. So. Maybe I was getting a little too excited. I'm thinking these shits are going to leave the fucking park. Yeah. Otani's I, I almost Ota- did in BP. Yeah. Otani was, they predicted that it would. But, yeah, he went up fourth deck or some shit like that. Up up where they're uh, in the standing room only. How cool was it that uh, Vlad Guerrero uh, won the the MVP, though? The youngest to yeah, win MVP, yeah. I mean, he's having a great season. Then did you did you check out his his, his glove? Yes. Sorry I about check. that. Is that no. Papa bad? <laughs> um, it was a uh, yeah. Did you check out his glove? Yeah, with him and his dad. Him and his yeah, dad. That was dope. And I, I think after cool. after the game, he even dedicated the game to to his dad. Oh he yeah. Said, this this one's for you. Yeah. Like, That's awesome. The man, the man knows where he comes from. He, he keeps giving shine to his dad, which I think is cool. You know, some because some some players, you know, they try to shy away from it. You know, it's like yeah. n- not not right. You know, they're. Coattails. Uh, coattails, exactly. Thank you. Um, and but he kind of leans into it. I mean, it's kind of hard not to when you, especially when you have the same name. You know yeah. what I mean? 
Well, um, and they look so similar the way they swing, man. Like God. Yeah, I've seen the side by side. Yeah. He he gave him his swing. Yeah. Um. So now he he hit a home run, obviously Guerrero, um, Junior, and so now he joins uh, father son combos that have home runs in All Star games. So uh, Bobby Bonds and Barry Bonds, Barry Bonds ha- having a hit two in '98 and 2002. Bobby hit Bobby hitting one 1973. Uh, Ken Griffey Senior 1980. Ken Griffey Junior 1992. And now uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr., 2021, and Vlad Sr., 2006. So that, that's – I think that's pretty cool. It's And going back to your comment about how, you know, uh, some players don't want to be – what you say coattails? Riding the coattails. Yeah, yeah. riding the coattails. So Yastrzemski actually didn't want to do that, you know, with his grandfather, the great uh, Hall of Famer, Carl. Carl Yastrzemski of the Red Sox. He didn't want the same he, – he was offered – the same number, which I think was number eight, as his uh, uh, grandfather, but he he said no. He wants to just have his own. He'd do his own thing. Which respect. Uh, was still respectable. Yeah, know? very. No, it's very respectable. And um, that's that's cool. Like all the names that you just read off of the father son combos. Baseball is really the only sport where you're gonna see that happen. You're never gonna see an old football player with like stay in the league long enough to play with their son and the same thing in the NBA, you know, like Unless Frank Gore. <laughs> Unless oh, yeah, Frank right. Gore. Frank Gore soon, and then the NBA about ten years in <laughs> So yeah, it, it, but in baseball, you know, some of these not all of them obviously, but you know, some Griffey and uh, his dad obviously mm-hmm. played together and Vlad Guerrero was obviously still I mean he he I think uh, at this point he's been out of the league for a while, but Frank Gore is gonna be the first uh Grandfather grandson combo. <laughs> <laughs> the man does not age. <laughs> All right. Um, so, All Star game. Oh, we did. Oh, we, that. We, we were just talking about the All Star game. Oh, we did. Yeah. Oh yeah. Christian. Uh, well, speaking on uh, things that uh, age, this take by Stephen A. Smith didn't age well. It was uh, instantly. Uh, if you guys haven't heard. Stephen A. Smith has just play the audio regarding uh, Otani and well, let's just hear it. Let's hear from the man himself. Baseball is an international sport itself in terms of participation. But when you talk about an audience gravitating to the tube or to the ballpark to actually watch you. okay? I don't think it helps that the number one face is a dude that needs an interpreter so you can understand what well, the hell he's English singing a, in this helpful. country. And that's what I'm trying to say. I'll, I'll say this before I get into the serious part of this conversation. It doesn't help that your face of Major League Baseball plays for the Anaheim Angels. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's the only thing that it doesn't help, okay? Because Mike Trout was the face of baseball for the longest time and no one knew about him because he plays... <laughs> On like the fifth best team in LA, so <laughs> that's what's hurting o- Otani. It's not. It's not the fact that he can't, or that he needs an interpreter to to have interviews or anything like that. You took the words right out of my mouth because I was gonna say the the only thing wrong with Otani is that he's playing for the <laughs> Angels. <laughs> That's what's wrong with them. They literally waste so much talent down there in LA, man. <laughs> I don't I'm not even want to call them LA in Anaheim, okay? That them calling themselves the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim is the dumbest thing. Well, in the let's world. not get too far away from the real loser oh, yeah, and yeah. real puto face 
of this conversation with just Stephen A. Smith yeah. and his dumbass comments. It was I, an I, unnecessary comments. It was right before, super dude, unnecessary. Like we're talking about Otani, who he's starting the All Star game as a DH and starting pitcher. Starting pitcher. He got the win, by the way. You know, lead, yeah, right. The lead, you know, he's a so he was DH, so he was actually batting leadoff. Not 24 hours after participating in the home run derby, and then this fool comes with these fucking comments. Like, what do you have to do? You know what? It doesn't even matter because, like, I was gonna say, what do you have to do to impress this guy? But this guy is a yeah. I I I've always liked Stephen A. Smith. I know he says some outlandish shit, but I and he's kind of a character. But I always kind of respected him and I liked him. I still like him. Uh. But one thing I feared that was going to happen was that this fool was going to turn into uh, Skip Bayless, just saying wild, outlandish shit just for ratings. This is exactly. I don't. I don't honestly believe he thinks this shit. I think it was just for ratings. And so, it do you, so do you it think worked. that ESPN and the producers of this show have to blame too? I mean, you I'm think, sure. You think I'm, it's something that I'm, he would have sure, said? I'm sure. Look, at, he's been on first take forever, but he was on first take with Skip Bayless too. And he, like, I'm sure at this point, like, he has most of the creative, like, uh, freedom in that show. I, I'm, you could say it's okay. the producers or whatever. I doubt anybody's telling him what to say on air, really. But, like, he has, I think he has the freedom to do what he wants on okay. that show. Yeah. He's a, he's, he's a big name and he makes, he probably makes more than, I think like, he half makes the people the most on out of any analyst at ESPN. Yeah. And so ESPN, Owned by Disney, and both of these companies can't afford negative press. So this got a lot of negative press, and I don't think this apology was necessarily uh, his idea. A hundred percent, I'm pretty sure he would like to take back some of the shit he said, but I'm pretty sure Disney and ESPN has something to say with his apology, and that's why he's still there and not fired yet, because they think that they could clean this up. He does generate a lot of attention for the for the company. Uh, good ratings. His show's pretty good otherwise, other than this bullshit. So I got a feeling that this was their their cleanup. This is the their PR uh cleanup right here was apologize, take back what you said, make it earnest, make it honest, play the play the black card if you have to, whatever you gotta do, which he did, which we'll hear in his apology. Uh not to say that was strategic, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't, but unnecessary in the first place. And even the apology, some people, according to Twitter, according to social media, feel like it's uh Maybe oh. half-assed. I, I don't. I'm sorry. I, I was kind of reading something else while while this was going on, and I I wanted to bring it up really quick. I, you were kind of right. Um, I'm reading an article from Sports Illustrated online, and they're saying that uh, Stephen A. shouldn't be the only one that's uh, uh, thrown under the fire here, because apparently the people at first take knew what he was going to say, because the segment was planned and the segment was even teased and promoted. So the whole thing was they they. they you know, just like Christian said, it could could have been could have been just a big uh, um, attention grabber. You know, I well, mean, I wouldn't. He's, want, he's the face of not, that show, so yeah, and he's not, the one who said it. It's not a good way to grab attention in my book. You I mean you I can say they, a million they other made things. him apologize because ESPN. You said Disney owns ESPN. ESPN? Yeah. So Otani, or sorry, uh, Smith was talking shit about a dude in Anaheim. Yeah, you know the the second best place in Anaheim besides Disneyland, right? Right. Jesus. Yeah, it's 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 a mess, dude. It's a mess, but it's it's in in 
is getting cleaned up to the best of their ability, I guess. You know, some people think uh, Stephen A's apology was the, you know, authentic. heartfelt, authentic. Some people think it was just calculated as a, you know, After like he tried to defend yeah, what he was saying. Exactly. I think that's why, because instead of coming straight with the apology, he tried to defend what he said and then. Yeah, it was just like, look, let me tell, this is what I was trying to say. Yeah. And then he just defended what he was trying to say. And then came in the apology. So I do want to put uh, out there that the same day that uh, First Take came out and he made his comments originally, he did post something that same day in the evening on his Instagram, uh, social media, Twitter, wherever it was, uh, you know, apologizing, saying, you know, probably. uh, Yeah, but it was a written apology. It was a a written apology. I've seen it. And he did say that he was also going to, uh, you know, say more the next day, which felt like a rollout to me, honestly. And. Everybody tuned in the next the next day to hear the apology. Yeah. Uh, and so a, te- a teaser to yeah, bring yeah, up yeah. the radio. Teaser apology. <laughs> Shit. Let me just let me just play it for go, you guys. Go Hang for on. it. Go for it. Yeah. I don't need press releases. I don't need statements from the company. I don't need all of this other stuff. Let me be the first to stand up and say that I want to express my sincere apologies to the Asian community and the Asian American community. Um, I am a black man. I religiously go off about minorities being marginalized in this nation. I instantly go off, repeatedly bring up the fact that if you are a member of a community that feels disenfranchised in any way, uh, that's something that we need to battle, that we need to fend off to the best of our ability as a nation. These are the kind of things that I bring up. And the reason why I bring up my blackness is because of this. On many occasions, what I have said when people have said something that is that is offensive in any way to the minority community, it's not about how you feel. It's about how they feel. And the reality of the situation is that you have Asians and Asians Americans out there that obviously were very, very offended by what I had to say yesterday. I think that's good. Right there, right? People get yeah. the gist of it. I don't, I don't think we have to play the whole no. apology. But, um, I mean, apologies. I, he said He said what he said. Yeah, he yeah. said what he said. It, I mean, you can't really take it back. No one's perfect. I'll say no. that. No one's perfect. Everyone makes mistakes and says stupid shit. We, you know, we all tend to glamorize celebrities and this guy's a celebrity that's what he is i'm not uh, i'm not advocating for him to lose his job or anything he said something stupid and my opinion of him just changes a little bit you know but i still want him on first take (laughs) you know what i mean i'm a fan i'm a fan Gabe doesn't watch first takes i'm a fan of his i I hope that he really means what he said as far as the apology goes uh, I I hate that he said what he said as far as what what you know the point towards Otani it wasn't even a good point that's what pisses me off about the whole thing is that I still don't get what his point was because if he's trying to say Otani being the face of MLB isn't American enough then I'm sorry but we have this is a league that's run by a lot of folks not from this country there's a lot of great talent that come from the Dominican Republic that come from Cuba that come from Puerto Rico that come from everywhere in the world and and. The fact that he wanted to point out this guy's race and that he needed an interpreter, that his English isn't that good, that has something to do with baseball, that's just fucking moronic. He's an I'm, idiot. I'm getting uh, I'm getting uh, the Michael Jordan meme vibes from you. And that I took offense to. <laughs> <laughs> I took that personally. Yeah, that's it. Oh, that's it. And I, and I took that personally. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, I mean I'm gonna, like I said, I'm going to still tune in to Stephen A. I'm a fan. I just hate that he said this shit. And I'm, I'm hoping, you know, he, he 
he means it. I hope he means the apology. I hope that he finds a way to, you know, redeem himself a little bit and that he learns from this experience and we don't have to deal with this bullshit again. I don't want to talk about this anymore, guys. I don't want to talk about this in the future. So let's hope Stephen A. stays out of stupid comments, which he probably won't because he's a controversial dude. But uh, this this did rub me the wrong way. All right. Christian's done with the topic, so I guess that means we're moving on. Uh, can we talk about Giants now? Yeah. All right. Let's get into it. Uh, Giants baseball at the all-star break. Your San Francisco Giants are in first place. Best record in Major League Baseball. 57 and 32, (laughs) 7 and 3 in their last 10 games. They're on a four-game winning streak with a plus 116 run differential. First in the NL West, two-game lead over the Dodgers, five-game lead over the Padres. More importantly, best in baseball. Pinch me now. All right. Well, actually, you don't. I mean, obviously, I like this. if we the best in baseball, we the best in the NL West. We so. the best. Yes. But and I like to say both of them separately because <laughs> it just drives home the point that we the best right now. So, reaction. Give me something. Speechless. Speechless. It's, 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 it's like it, it, this has been going on. Like for most of the year, I guess, right? Like, Giants are in first place, doing good. We've battled injuries, and we're still here in first place. Uh, a lot of shit going on in the background, you know, with Dodgers dealing with their shit. Padres can't figure out the fuck they're doing, and what they're doing wrong, right? And uh, we're just over here sitting pretty in first place. Best record in baseball. Everyone else, kiss my ass. The Dodgers are hurt, and the Padres are just underperforming. So, Rob, I, I like, I like question. it. Do you uh, have you ever been uh, traumatized by something? Have you ever had something happen to you that when you start getting the feelings of the same shit repeating itself, you get that same nasty gut feeling from the first time? Great. Uh, this yeah. episode's gonna be cut short now because um, he's gonna think about it. Yeah. No. No. I, I have. Uh, just yesterday. Uh, oh shit. I saw uh, <laughs> the pitcher on my team walk somebody, and I was traumatized that he would do it again, and then he did it ten more times. Oh, oh, this is your, soft, your softball game yesterday? God damn. Oh, you're the, you're I'm the pitcher? I'm the pitcher, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought we talked about this. I'm like shaking off the it. rust, Rob. It's been two years, <laughs> god damn it. But that's not what I was talking about. What I was talking about was the last time the Giants were the best team in baseball going into the All-Star break. What 2016. What happened, guys? Well, uh, we was... made the playoffs. That's what happened. What happened in the second half? Why you got to think of the negativity? Did we make the playoffs? Well, that's trauma. Did we why win? Do I got to bring trauma. up old shit, man? Did we why win the first round matchup against the Mets? Yes, we did. Did we take the Cubs to six games? Yes. Okay. It's not seven, but it was hey, almost seven. That's like, enough for you? That dude, yeah. That's like saying, oh, we take uh, with the whole Cubs thing. Oh, we yeah, I took her to the prom, but didn't leave with her. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's I mean, a great analogy. We already we were, good, huh? at that point we had already run won three championships. The, they're not going to win it every goddamn year. I mean, isn't that the goal? It is the goal, but right. I mean to think that it, that it's going to happen every year. It just doesn't. It was a good year. Do you it know how many good year. you know how many, how many teams have good seasons and they you don't win are the championships? Shatterer of dreams. <laughs> Why are you the way you are, Rob? <laughs> Stop it. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm all in on this Giants team, okay? But if it doesn't happen, you know what? I'll I'll be more crushed if this Giants team doesn't doesn't do more than than uh than that 2016 team. Only cuz like I said, that that 2016 team had a lot of people from the previous championships. It was the same regime. It was, you know, Bochy, Bum Bumgarner, everybody was there. So it's like, uh, eh, you know, 
at that point, it's like you guys have done enough for me in my lifetime already. You know, these guys are a completely different group. That's you know, the they stupidest have... thing I've heard in my life. Really? Yes. Really? Because stupid. because there was a point where I thought, you know, I might go, you know, years without seeing the Giants win a championship. You want to? Is that no. Oh, okay. I thought that. And then when I got the first one, I was like so grateful. Like, see, now this is this is what happens when you get too much shit. You're really goddamn ungrateful. There's so many teams in baseball that can't win a championship at all. Oh, so so in 2016, you're like, ah, fuck it, let somebody else have it. No, I didn't say let somebody else have it. <laughs> let, I'm not saying let somebody else have it, but at the same time, I'm I'm happy with what what the team already accomplished. I'm not gonna fucking throw them yes, out on the street as a right. bunch of bums. We, we were appreciative of what they accomplished in those five years. No, you guys but are like you guys are like, oh my god, they choke so bad. They did. Oh my they went god, the best record in baseball to the worst second half ever. So okay. what I'm trying to say is, by your definition, because they had such a championship caliber team, guys that had been to the show three times and won it three times, yeah. there was no excuse for them to perform the way they did that second half of the season and then get taken out by the Cubs. They should have won it again, by your definition. I mean, the Cubs were the better team. You bite your tongue. They were. Don't look at me like they were. Okay, so who's the better team this year besides the Giants? Oh, the Giants are the better team. Oh, this year. yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah, trick question. You gonna tell me? You got so you gonna tell me that Cubs team wasn't stacked that year? They weren't deserving of the championship. No. We're trying to build, build credibility here, and this guy over here just, just Bye. no, no, Bye. no, just they were a bunch it. of bums. I love it. A bunch of bums on that so, team. Okay. Hey, the 2007 right. Giants should have won it look, too. Look at me. I'm the, <laughs> 2007. I'm the biggest That's optimist the you know, right? Yeah. You know me. I'm always looking at the glass half full. So of course I'm, I'm rooting for the guys. I'm rooting for the Giants to take it all the way and win it again this year and shock everybody. But I, I'm still scarred from 2016, dog. Be I scarred from your pitching. Leave the Giants flight. alone. Okay? Flashbacks. I get flashbacks, <laughs> dog. I get flashbacks of the second half. I'm worried going into the second half. I'm fucking nervous. Are they going to be just as good as they were in the first half? Are they going to do the same thing they did in do 2016? You, do you care what manner they make it into the playoffs? Is it really that big of a deal to you? If they end up winning, yes, because if they have, uh, you know, they don't have to wait play for a wild card. That's one less game that they have to play, and they can rest and wait for the team to. But the outcome is the most important thing, right? It is. So it just apparently game, for you, game six, game, a home field advantage makes a difference too. Your record, your record uh, implicates home field advantage. That makes a difference. But the you know the two not that time, I'm going to go anyway. The two pre- previous times that we won the World Series, we went in as wild card. So I mean, it does. There's nothing saying we can't make the wild card and still win the World Series. You're right. That's so. my expectation. But the expectation the is to make the playoffs at least, right? Bare minimum is no, to make the playoffs. No, it's to win the whole fucking thing. I just said bare minimum. Your bare minimums. Give me another beer, please. Please, I can't. God. It's getting easy. You're right. At the very least, make the playoffs. Yeah. That's all they have to do is make it, and then from there... Would that be good enough for you? If they made the oh, playoffs no, no. and lost, would that be good enough for no, this season? No, it wouldn't be good well, enough. 2016. It would make feel it, like a waste of a season, yeah, right? Yeah. Make it, making the playoffs is the first step, though. It's check one. Okay, You can't, you know, you can't compete for the title if you don't even make the playoffs. And then go to game six of NLCS. You want to talk about entitlement, Doug? <laughs> you want to talk about feeling unappreciated? We all went into the season not even thinking these guys would compete. Maybe not be the worst in the NL West, but now look at this potential World Series, uh, you know, caliber. And then you guys over here, they better make the fucking playoffs. That's the least I expected them. Yeah. 
Just and then after that, exp- I just want them exp- to have fun. <laughs> just, just changing expectations. You got to change the expectations. That's what, and that's what this team's gonna have to decide with the trade li- deadline coming up on July thirtieth. Um, at what it's Eastern, four p.m. Eastern time. That's they're they're gonna have to uh, change the expectations because I'm sure everybody at the beginning of the year was thinking, oh, we're just waiting for these bad contracts to get off, and next year we're gonna have a shit ton of money. We are. And we still are, and. And you know that's when the process will begin, but you know Farhan, he's got to he he has to see what he has right now, and know that a lot of the people that were signed onto this team, they're due for pay raises next year, whether you like it or not. Gosman, Discafani, they were signed on one year deals. They're gonna get paid next year. Okay, a Brandon Crawford, do do you want to bring him back? Buster Posey, th- these are all questions he has to ask himself. So next offseason is gonna be tough. So you got to know what you have right now and say, hey, this is we ha- everybody's in the building right now. Everybody's here. Let's push our chips in a little bit forward and see we- see how far we could take it. You know, just so you guys know, I'm going to give you guys pay raises as well. You're getting you guys- paid. Yeah. Are you? Does that mean I get an extra beer between breaks? You need to finish, or you babysitting okay. that one. Well, I have to be I'm down four or five beers already. You're because no wonder you're speaking nonsense. I'm over here yelling at you. Sound like Stephen A. Smith out here. Yeah, I'm offended. All right, uh, let's let's talk about uh, really quick. Embrace uh, my culture, bitch. Let, let's let's get into uh, the transaction moves that happened over the weekend uh, on this week <clears> off. Uh, the biggest news was Joey Barca option to AAA Sacramento. Buster Posey obviously is expected back uh, as soon as the season starts up again. Tomorrow uh, starts up tomorrow, so obviously there's no need for for Bart, and he can go back to AAA where he can get more at bats and where know, he belongs. Where, he had a, he had a nice. He only played one game. I mean, he did what he, he did. needed to do. It was two a blowout blow game against Nat, uh, two for two, two for five. He helped. Oh, sorry, yeah, two for five. Thank you. So that that was the biggest news over the weekend. Um, apparently, uh, Caleb Berger was recalled from AAA Sacramento. He was having a great season before he he got hurt. So he's coming back. Yeah, he's oh, coming he's, back. He's back. He's in the bullpen. Okay, he had a .49 ERA in 22 appearances this year before getting hurt. That's the kind of stuff we need right now. Yeah, we need okay. that shit back. So we already talked about Tyler Beatty. Everybody else is still really uh, needs to be reexamined. There's there's no real update. Belt, uh, Posey, Talkman, uh, who else is there? Uh, Listella, they're all Longoria. No no new updates on them, but they all should be reevaluated uh, very soon. And when they do, we'll uh, and any news comes out, we'll bring it to you. Guys. I think we're gonna get most of these guys back. By in mid, uh, we're in mid, mid July. late July. Late July. By, yeah, late. We're already in mid July. Yeah. By late July, so uh, we'll see how that goes. But uh, I, I am looking forward to Listella coming back. Yeah, that's that's the big one. Well, actually, Longoria too. He's a big piece. Yeah, I forgot I'm, about that guy. Yeah, I thought uh, he, I thought he got traded already. Yeah, and I'm no, I'm I'm mostly excited. <laughs> I'm excited with uh, uh, with uh, Caleb coming back. Oh, uh, Tyler Beatty was also optioned to Triple A Sacramento. Yeah. So he had a little bit of a rough start, but we'll we'll see we'll see what their plan is for him. All right. What do we, what do we got next? Um, should we grade the uh, the first half of the season? Yeah, let's go right into that. I mean, I did want we had the Nationals. Uh, uh, we game. swept them. Yeah, we swept. There was nothing really. 
we handle business like we yeah. were supposed to and uh as expected yep the the only thing that was memorable about those games is probably Kirk Casale's uh <laughs> runs in those uh the last two games yeah. obviously his three run home run and and his uh he had like an RBI in in the second game I think or a home run at late in the second game all right, gents. Uh, we've come to the segment where we're going to be providing grades for the Giants uh, on the different categories. So I want, I'm going to bring up uh, the category. I want you guys to give us your your letter grade. You know, A through F. A being uh, extraordinary. F being uh, failing. I'm sure you guys are familiar with that failing in life. Uh, so let's start off first uh, with the offense. Gabe, let's go first. What do you think of the offense? What grade would you give the offense in the first half? I think I, I'm going to give them a B. Plus B. Any supporting? Man, this guy's a harsh critic. There's a little. They just need a little bit more. Just like, again with this guy. Just I a can little that, no, no, bit no, more. That's hear it. Hear I mean, him out. Hear how, him out. How can how? And look, overall, the whole fucking team, A, right? A from top to bottom, A, right? But offense, B, plus. I want to see more. Uh, more hits as far as getting those runners in from scoring position. That th- that's the only thing I want to see. Okay. Right. I mean, but you got you got to remember a lot of these guys are injured, right? That we had in the beginning of the season. So I, I'm I'm giving a B plus. Oh, B plus now. Okay, gotcha. So we're just one. No, I said B plus. I one, just said B plus. We're like beginning. ten points away from uh, A minus. I just okay. It's okay. just. Getting those fucking run that's what bugs the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. It's just all those runners in scoring position. We can't get them in. All right. We need we need that fucking offense. I hear you. I hear you. Rob? Uh I'm going to give the Giants an A. Okay. And I don't Gabe's looking at me like, oh man, like this guy. But I actually have some number I, I pulled a lot of the numbers on all my categories of course you to did. support my fucking nerd. Okay. And it's not like those advanced, like stupid uh, detail analytics or anything. It's very simple, bro. They're number one in home runs. Okay, they lead all the majors in home runs. Okay, oh, wow. The wow. that which is uh, how many the, of those were solo home runs? Okay, they're number six in RBIs. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> That's, nothing's gonna impress this guy. Okay. They're on. What if third, you finish your fucking beer? They're third in on base percentage, and they have the ninth best batting average in baseball. Okay. The only category where I ding them a little bit is they've they've struck out like they're, they're top ten in strikeouts, which I I don't like. Do you have uh, the stat on how many folks we we leave on on base? Uh, no, I don't. Okay. I don't because that, that, that's advanced. I don't, I, I didn't no want to get no I didn't want to get too advanced and lose game. I, w- I wasn't trying to make fun of the analytics. That, those are actually good stats. I I wasn't yeah, aware, very, so that that does help your point. I like the supporting argument. I'm just curious on how many or where we place with the. Uh, Abandoning, uh, you know, players on. Uh, yeah, runners left on. on yeah, base. exactly. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we're in double digits. Uh, all right, next up we have defense. Gabe, what do you rate the boys? When you have people like Crawford and Posey and all our outfielders just running around, dude, that's an A, straight A. I like it. I gave them a A plus, A plus plus, man. They're. <laughs> Again, no. we're in junior college, dude. Come on, they they have smiley the. Face. There's no pluses. A plus. they, oh, wait, I did smiley. Give B plus. They have the <laughs> the second fewest errors. They have second fewest errors in all Major League Baseball. Second best fielding percentage. Uh, number one in runs runs allowed per in per game, and uh, 
what is it? Uh, deficient defensive efficiency number one also. Okay. So they lead a uh, baseball in all category, almost every category, and they're doing it like we said with moving so many people around. You know, so that just means versatility all over the diamond. Depth. Yeah. Depth. Pause. Uh, all right. Next up, we got starting pitching. Gabe. B. B. Yep. No supporting argument. Just B. No. All right. We'll leave it at B. Rob. Get rid of Cueto. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I'll give them uh, a B plus. Um, as bad as they, as bad as Gabe wants to make it seem like they are, they're still at they're top heavy. Um, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> they're top heavy, but anytime you have, uh, first of all, you have a starter like Kevin Gossman, who is a legitimate Cy Young category, that automatically bumps your entire rotation like into a different category. Then you have someone like Anthony Discafani who out of nowhere is getting you 10 wins already. Okay, he's been solid. I can only think of one bad start by Disco, and that was that Dodger one. Yeah. And he bounced. He had a little bit of a rough one after that, but but nothing besides that Dodger one, nothing's made me think that he's going to regress at all. Okay? Uh, when you go deep, as deep as their lineup is with Alex Wood, and then as bad as you want to say with Johnny Cueto, like I've always said in this rotation, he's turned out to be a 4-5 guy. And you look around all of Major League Baseball, they don't have a Johnny Cueto starting at their five, okay? It's some random dude that you'll never hear about, okay? Uh, the starters are third, that have the third lowest uh, ERA in all of baseball. They give up the third least amount of home runs. They walk the, the, the fifth, they're, they're number five in walks, fifth lowest amount of walks. Uh, six most strikeouts in Major League Baseball. And uh, they have the best whip in all of baseball, which is... Uh, Basically, a combination of uh, walks, hits uh, per inning. So, people that get on base. All right. Like your argument. Uh, the dreaded B word, guys. The bullpen. But it's, it's, dude, I'm giving it an A. What? I'm giving it a fucking A. In the beginning, yes, I would give them an F minus. But now it's like, dude, and then we have a, the addition of like Leon and shit, you know, and I, I don't see any bad move to the bullpen anymore so i i'm 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 happy with them right now uh is that all you have to say but, yeah thank you I, I actually give them a b minus maybe even a c plus to be honest they're right there on the border for me only because that there's a lot of things I, I have the stats for them too and they look great i mean they're the stats back say that they're a good team but the eye test doesn't completely pass for me okay because They've blown. Look at out of fifty possible saves. First of all, they only have thirty three, so they've blown seventeen saves. Okay, Jake McGee might be at the top of. He leads all of baseball in saves, and he him himself himself has only blown two to his record. But he's not the guy I want closing in the big game. Okay, he's nice. Like the the people that they have in the bullpen, I think I think that's nice right now, and it's working during the regular season. But for the postseason. I need them to go out there and get an arm. I need them to get them get me somebody who's gonna strike out the side, who's gonna shut down the the opposing uh, the players in the biggest stages. Okay, like I said, I did get the numbers. They're number four in in ERA, three thirty eight. They give up the ninth ninth least amount of home runs, uh, least walks in all of Major League Baseball. They don't strike compared to the starting rotation. They don't get a lot of strikeouts. They're the twenty eighth in total strikeouts. The bullpen. Well, okay. you have someone like Tyler Rogers, who's not a strikeout He's a guy. ground ball, yeah. But fly ball. That's uh, yeah. it's still that's pretty bad. Twenty eight. 
Okay, that's the entire bullpen, not just not just one guy. Okay, and but they also have the lowest whip in in all of Major League Baseball. But like I said, they, I feel, and they, whip is with hitters in scoring position. No, right? uh, it's no? uh, walks, hits per inning. What the fuck? What's the? I've been lied to my whole life. Yeah. So it's basically whoever gets. That's gets, why I'm not a stat guy. It's basically whoever gets um. It's basically getting people on base. Walks, printing. hits, and scoring position. No, it's walks, hits, innings pitched. Oh, sorry, in, innings pitched. Wow. Yeah. So it's they give up like one hit or one walk per inning, basically. Hmm. Looks like we There's all learned that. something today, Gabe. Son of a bitch. So, yeah, I, like, they 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 just don't. They're they're not deep in the bullpen either. Rogers and like you said, McGee have been have been great. Some of the other guys have done have done nice, but like we we all said earlier, we're we're looking at this team to make a deep postseason run, and to make that deep postseason run, they need someone else in there. How how much better would you feel having a shutdown closer with McGee and Rogers setting him up? Okay, so the whole thing with Rogers, being that he's like very unique, right? And he can't pitch to everybody either. Like n- no, I mean if if enough people see him, this is gonna be really bad in the end of the season. You just like, gave them an A, right? Nah. For the first half of the season. Okay, I can see it. Thank you. So that that's what's I'm. It's a concern of mine. Yeah. You know. All right. All right, guys. So. Thank you for that. And then last but not least, we have the coaching slash front office. So, Gabe, you go first. Give us what your uh, take is, your grade on the coaching and front office combined. B plus. B plus. Kapler is just making the – he just seems to be making all the right moves. Um, With all the injuries that we've had, and it's an abundant of injuries, right? But we're still here in first place. And then you bring in that front office and, you know, what Farhan's doing, bringing guys like, um, you know, Tyro Estrada over from from the Yankees and bringing DeLeon to the bullpen. Like, he's filling in those gaps before we can even be worried, you know? And then and then look what we have in, in AAA. We have those guys sitting, waiting, just doing Bring them up and they'll fucking perform. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter who the fuck is injured. And, you know, we had Austin Slater. Look, see, that's the thing. Austin Slater was struggling so much not too long ago. And a lot of people were doubting him, including myself. And then, like, in a two, three-game span, he just went off. So, credit to the coaching staff for... uh, Sticking with them. Solid. Rob, what's your grade? I'm surprised you didn't give them more love. I mean, at the beginning of the season, you were hating so bad on them. And then, like, midway through, you were, like, in love with both of them. And that's all I'm you had to say. I'm a changed man, man. I'm a changed man. I thought you were going to give them A++. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna. I'm definitely going to give the, the front office and the, the coaching staff A's across the board. A+. a plus. Um, they've First, no, no, no one expected. We're talking, like we said, the first half of the season. The Giants are the best team in baseball, okay? And to put that even in context of what the Giants have done over the past couple of years, I, in in 16, which is the last year that we were talking about, that team, 57 and 33. Basically, almost the same record we got going on right now, 57 and 32, what the current Giants are. In 
2015, 46 and 43. 2014, when they won the World Series, 53 and 43. Uh, 13, 43 and 51. Uh, 2012, another World Series year, 46 and 40. Uh, 2010, 40, 47 and 41. So this this Giants team's outperforming all of those teams that have the hardware. You know, the 02 Giants team that went to the World Series, they were 49 and 38 at the break. And the 03 team, the following year, that was also the best in baseball. They were 57 and 37. So, this team, this team has blown past expectations. They're they're being just as good as as you know other great teams in franchise history. And just to just to give credit to the work that Farhan has done in in the in the front office. You got people like Kevin. The, these these are the people that they brought in this past year, or they re-signed because a lot of these people, some of them were here, and they ended up getting re-signed. Kevin Gossman, they they re-signed him. Okay, and everybody can say, oh, that was a no-brainer, but he ended up nothing at that point. One year, eighteen point nine million, great deal. He brings in Anthony Discafani, one year, six million dollar deal. Okay, that's a steal. Alex Wood, one year, three million. Kirk Casale, one year, one point five. Kirk Casale leads the league in uh in shutouts caught. Okay, Alex Dickerson, one year, two million. Darren Ruff, Dick, Dick, yeah, Dick, another Dick. favorite of Gabe's. Darren Ruff, okay, one one year, what is he? One year, one point five million or one point two eight. Okay, he's he's finding deals everywhere. John Brebia is another guy that Brandon Crawford actually just said is one of the. He's a great guy in in the bullpen and he. Fits in perfectly with this group of guys, apparently. You know, the guy has found deals all over, and trade or signing Tommy Lastella. Okay, he's I mean he's been hurt, but the work that Farhan has done in the front office has been incredible. And to Gabe's point, the farm system is is great right now. They um, it will, when we were having our World Series runs, obviously we were doing a lot of midseason trades. the The farm system was ranked near the bottom of Major League Baseball. Right now, we're like somewhere in the top ten. Okay, and that's all credit to to Farhan. Thank you, Rob. I, uh, you know what? I'll be honest, guys. I, I pretty much am on the same page as you guys. You know, it's hard to really disagree with how good the Giants are playing, and these grades are pretty accurate. You know, I know in the beginning of the season, if you go back and listen to our early episodes, we were all panicking about the bullpen. Uh, you know, they they weren't so hot in the beginning, and they've obviously gotten better since. Um, so that was probably the one thing I would, you know wanted to have improved in the beginning of the season and uh i agree with gabe uh, on the same point that our offense could be better yeah we're great yeah we're doing great but it could always be better why not why not get that you know that one guy that makes a difference uh and i also wanted to make a point on the bullpen as far as the guys that we have rob can i ask you do you think that we need to make a push for an like a Chapman or a big name like that before the deadline. Is that what we're what you're kind of hinting at? Yeah, I, I didn't know if we were going to get a chance to talk about this because I actually, with the trade deadline coming up in two weeks, everybody's going to have to decide what uh, what they need to make that final push for the postseason. Um, and for the Giants, like I said earlier, I think I think it's it's a closer. I mean, the the market's pretty bare out there. Uh, you have to really look at the teams that would think about selling off. And with the news of uh, of Jock Peterson getting traded today out of Chicago, it makes me think. And 
apparently everybody's a hundred percent sure that Chris Bryant is going to be out of there. Which obviously I would I would love to get Chris Bryant as as a giant. No, I would give up a lot to get Chris Bryant. But I feel like it's more believable to think that we can make a trade for Craig Krim, Craig Krimble. Okay, Kimble. Yep. Perfect. Uh, that's I was the, thinking the same shit. The, the I, was, I was thinking that. The it's it's funny Cubs. you mentioned you mentioned um, Bryant. Yeah, you just mentioned Bryant, right? Uh-huh. And what I was thinking when Christian asked you that was, I think we need to get uh, Craig Kimbrell. Uh-huh. because it, and what's funny and ironic about that is remember when we went back to we had that uh, that debate on who we need. You mentioned a bullpen guy. I mentioned a hitter. And now you're mentioning a hitter. I'm mentioning no. Craig Kimball. But I, I know you're talking about yeah. him, dude. But yeah, I mean, yeah, Chicago are sellers, man. Yeah, I want, I want, I want the closer. If, if, obviously, if Chris Bryant is out there to be had, I mean, why <laughs> wouldn't you call and see what you can get for yeah, him? You know, exactly. he could play the outfield for you for you know the next ten years or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I do feel the need is is in the bullpen, and it just. I think it's an easier transition if you bring in a bullpen arm, like instead of like bringing in a new guy into the into the uh, lineup, you know. Right, right, right. right. And, so. and I I only bring up Chapman was the first name just because he's always like you know the top of the yeah. The, and the know. Yankees aren't aren't doing good this year exactly. Either. But um, I kind of I kind of try to look around to see who who was on shorter contracts and stuff, and on teams that were uh, kind of struggling at the time. And it, and in the closer market, it, it's I didn't you know. There were some names out there, but not nobody I know too no. much. I mean, I, this guy's been doing it for for a while already. Chapman's been doing it for a while yeah. already. Yeah. They're they're proven names, and that's that's. And it's it's no coincidence that all three of us had uh, Craig Kimbrell in the iron brain. I didn't bring him up right away. I just saw Chapman, but I dug. That's that's one of the names I was hoping you guys would bring up. So thank you, Gabe, for bringing it up. And Rob, you know, we're all we're yeah. on, all on the same page here. Uh, and then they they have like obviously there's like some batters out there that. I wish the Giants like some bats they could get, but the like I said, the thing with 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 baseball and like the arbitration years and stuff is really really confusing. Like they have to wait like six, and that's you know, to the point that Gabe was making about um, uh, Pete Alonso and how much money he's made over over his contract with the uh, with the Mets. Excuse me. Um, uh, all these players can't become free agents until they hit six years of service time, so that. The service clock really starts uh, when when you get, when you get enough games played. So you could hit that service time when you're in your late thirties, you know, and then you're barely signing your first free agent contract over the age of thirty. You know what I mean? And that's just, I mean, that sucks for for a lot of the guys in the league. Um, and that's why, like, it's really hard to find people who are actually free agents because then after three years they have to go through this whole arbitration thing, which is like confusing and a pain in the ass. In you're not technically a free agent, but you don't have a contract. Yeah. So, I think I think a lot of guys are are in that stage of their their careers. You know, part of the business. Yeah, part of the business. Um, well, thank you. Yeah, you know, and and we're like I said, these are all good points. I'm glad we brought them up. Um, now one point I do want you guys to make also is I, it's kind of a prediction. I want you guys to make a prediction on who you think on the Giants is going to make. Uh, uh, you know. Have a standout performance. Who's going to be our our you know team's MVP for the second half of the season? You want to go first, Gabe? Or yeah, right. I'll go first. I think we have the same person. 
even though we never discussed about it. All this. right, on three, guys. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. no <laughs> way. I told you. I think we got the same guy. And it's probably for the same fucking reasons, too. Uh, he, like, he was supposed to have, like, he had a great season last year, right? Yeah. Obviously. And this is supposed to be. If not for Tatis, MVP-like season last year. Uh, r- right. But, but this was supposed to be, like, proving everybody wrong. Right, like th- like that that year that he had with the Giants last year wasn't just a fluke. I mean, he has injuries. Uh, he wasn't performing well. Um, he didn't go to the All Star game. You know, he he started to turn around a little bit right, but right right before the All Star, right. So now it's like, I th- I think he's he's healthy now. He's going to fucking. I think he's just going to be killer in the second half of the season, and he's going to outperform. Anybody and everybody, and um, yeah, man, I I I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be Yaz, and he really wants to, he wants to prove to the to the Giants fans to the all of MLB that he is a real deal and that last year wasn't a fluke. I will give you my Cinderella pick. What's that, Gabe? I think it's gonna be Tommy Lastella. Okay, because he was doing really good, and he got hurt. And, um, you know, he's going to be coming back pretty soon. I think he's going to be the everyday uh, second baseman. And um, he want, I think he's going to want to uh, be part of this, uh, you know, first place team. Um, and I think a lot of there's going to be a lot of doubters because there's going to be like, well, we did this without him. Right. And he's probably thinking the same thing, but he's going to want to be that person to help out, too. And add to the success of the what the Giants have been doing. I honestly think that having Lacella back is also going to benefit uh, Donovan Solano too, because he's he's been struggling a little bit this year. You know, he won the Silver Slugger last year, but this year he's been obviously uh, more down than up. Um, and but I think having Lacella there to platoon them both right there at second base would be would be helpful for him. But I'm on the same page completely as as Gabe. I thought Yaz right off the bat because. He he started off the season cold. He started to heat up a little. Then he he started to get all these little nagging injuries, little nagging injuries, and it, he had kind of had like a little Brandon Belt thing going on this year, where he's like every time it seemed like he was getting into a little bit of groove, he'd get some another kind of weird injury. But it's it, by all everything seems like he's he's fine now. And and I I mean you see the way he plays. He I feel like he's always coming up with big plays. He's high energy. He's 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 a good guy out there. So. I I completely think that Yaz like like Gabe said is gonna, gonna want to prove he doesn't want to he doesn't uh he I think he wants to be one of the guys to help carry this team you know and I think he can I think he's got the skills to do it you know so do you have a Cinderella pick? Uh, if I had to have a Cinderella pick, I I just think uh Evan Lagoria is gonna come back and and really uh, prove that his first half wasn't a fluke you know. There you go. But you're gonna say Cueto. I like that. No, no, I I. I <laughs> I wouldn't pick a pitcher just because they they don't play every day. I mean, you only get one one every five days. I mean, you can help the team obviously when you start, but the guys um, the guys on the field will obviously be more impactful. The ones that that play every day. So awesome, awesome. Well, those are, those are great predictions. We'll see what the Giants have in store for us in the second half of the season, and we'll be here to tell you all about it along the way. Um, any closing words, guys? Uh, just that the Giants will be um, 
playing the St. Louis. They're going to be at St. Louis starting tomorrow. Uh, Kevin Gosman's going to be on the hill against uh, Wayne Adam Wainwright. And uh, it, it kind of threw me off that they actually have Gosman, Discafani, and Cueto going right away. Like, they're those pitchers in that order. Uh, considering, you know, they've all been off for a little while. I thought they would have matched up their pitchers better for, for the Dodgers series. You know what I mean? Mm. And had maybe... Um, I don't know, would Cueto and somebody else go and then have Discofani and, and uh, Gosman come in Maybe, there? Maybe uh, because we haven't had so much success doing that in the first half of the season. They want to switch it up? Well, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, they're definitely um, – it's three against uh, St. Louis and then four against the Dodgers, so it's going to be a lot of good baseball. Uh, seven games against the Dodgers overall in the first uh, ten uh, games of the second half. So All right. And then uh, speaking of Giants games – we will be at the San Jose Giants game on July 24th. 4th. It's a 6 p.m. Um, game. Yeah, 6 p.m. game, fireworks night. Very romantic. Bring your girlfriends, your wives, <laughs> your loved ones, your, your side chicks, whatever. <laughs> <Side> <laughs> chicks. <laughs> whatever. I'm going to have to edit that out because Christian's going to throw me under the bus. <laughs> uh, but I am excited to see... Um, Marco, Marco Luciano. Luciano. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Marco Luciano. Thank you. Yeah, Marco Luciano and whoever is rehabbing in uh, San Jose um, as well. So, um, yeah, we'll be there. Check us out. Uh, hit us up if you're going. And uh, we'd like to meet, meet everybody. Yeah. And, and you could hit us up on. At GSP Show on Instagram and Twitter. If you're not already following us, please follow us. And uh, if you see our posts, share them. Share them with your friends. Share them with your enemies. Share them with everybody. Giants fans or none. Uh, we want to be a part of your lives. We think uh, we'll make you guys, uh, you know, entertain you guys with our with our podcast. And uh, make sure to interact with us, too. Uh, Gabe, I just saw you live earlier before we started recording. And, you know, I, I, I feel like nobody else is doing it like you're doing it, Gabe. No one else is really reaching out to the people. You're a man of the people, Gabe. You saw it? I saw it. That was on? Yeah. Oh, okay. Did he not mean to post that? No, I did, I but then it. I was like, ah, I changed my mind. I didn't see anybody on there. Whatever. <laughs> oh, you're trying to go live right before the show? Yeah. No. Oh. Since, uh, you know, I, I try to run a tight ship here. There we go. Have everybody here at 9, a, 9 p.m. Have a little food before. Like I said, at GSP show. <laughs> so let's get it going. some pine. Set GSP. The mood. You know, at talk GSP about things. show. Instagram, Twitter. Start at 9, 9.30. All right, well. I had pizza for everybody. Thank you, everybody, for Beers. listening to us. We'll Great catch show, guys. you guys next week. Catch up. Here. Talk about their stupid <laughs> softball game that they lost. Oh, you lost one, too. I won. Good night, everybody. Good night, guys.